Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. It's wonderful and and fantastic to be back. Uh, but it's Wednesday, so we're 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 running a little bit late, uh, mainly because I I told you I was going to be gone. That's right. I told you I was going to be gone. We have we have an excuse. We have an excused absence to show the teacher. Those were always the hardest to come by. An excuse absence. Yes, yes. You wanted one. It, it was. Oh, yeah. It was the highly coveted. It was. It was the signed yellow piece of paper. Absence. Right? Yes. Yes, it was. And you had to check the couple boxes, and it says totally excused. They were sick, or they had. They've got a note from. I re- I remember. I remember in high school, the there was like this, uh, this this sick note in Mecca. Where once you reached the age of eighteen, you could sign your own notes. I feel like that is an urban myth, an urban legend. Not it possible. It was okay. Hold on. It was until a friend of mine went into the office after he turned eighteen. He turned eighteen, I think, in December. Uh, he was one of the December babies, and he turned eighteen, and he went into the office to basically it was like he signed a release or signed like he had his mom sign it and then he signed it and it made it so that both his or his mom's signature would work on an absent sheet like okay. a, like a sick note yeah absentee ballot is what those are called yeah, yeah. right absentee ballot mm-hmm. when you vote for being sick right exactly but but what i'm saying is that it was just adding his authorization so what you what you're getting at is that it is not an urban legend that people who are over 18 could sign their own sick release forms. Now, given and, that and was, or absentee type things, it, right. maybe they weren't sick. Maybe they had work. Maybe it's you know some sort of other thing. Exactly. It's just easier. They are, they are now an adult. They can decide for themselves if they are if they are excused or not. It sounds then pretty again, good. This is this is ten years ago. I could be remembering this wrong. <laughs> uh, yes, or the rules have changed now, or, and you have uh, to send. You know what? I'm willing to bet the rules have definitely changed. Mom, mom has to send in a tweet that says uh, hashtag uh, absent, and the principal needs to retweet it, and then that Actually, is that is exactly how that works. There's like a there's probably like a school task force, like a social media task force, that if somebody comes in with a with a sick note there's there's someone on a laptop like back in the office who is it what's their username and they're typing mm-hmm. <laughs> they're also playing and doom then, but that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you did okay. that right you did that in your typing class what played doom played doom in typing class yeah no because it sounds like you're typing but you're not 
You're absolutely not. I played I played Counter Strike in my networking class. Uh, okay, I forget. You know, we're 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 kind of between d- different um, different shales of the Millennium uh, ecosphere here. You and I, while yes, we are very close in age. Um, we we grew up in increasingly technological times, and so the games that you had in your computer class were completely different from the games that I had in my computer oh, class. Totally. So I was absent. Hey, we're back now. That's ah, the gist of this. That's the Thank point. You. Uh, can you can you can you guess? Can you guess where I was? Ah, uh, gee. Can you, uh, last can you, week you said. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you <laughs> Can you can you guess? Can you guess, Kyle? Uh, can you guess uh, where I was? Podcast only, podcast only listeners have, are going to be really annoyed that you just stuttered wicked hard right there. Well, I can't. And, I can't see the and notes. they won't know that on <laughs> on the uh, on on the video stream here. Kyle Kyle flipped around his hat. He is now wearing a Chicago Cubs hat, and I gotta say. Because they beat the the Giants in the uh, the NLDS last uh-huh. year, uh-huh. I'm kind of mad at you for wearing for being a traitor. It was my it was my first time going to Wrigley Field. You can't be okay. mad at me for you that. Can still wear a Giants hat? Why they're not they're not playing the Giants? I'm not going to wear a team. The that's Cubs not won the World Series. Woo! You can do anything at Wrigley now. That's not that is okay. So if we're talking about urban urban legends. I don't and necessarily like this look that I'm that I'm seeing on the stream. Why? Why? Why don't you like this? You're like you're like a uh, you're like somebody who's blurred their face, but it's it's with a hat. That feature is coming to Mimo Live soon, Kenny. <laughs> Very soon. I figure maybe we will just start blurring our faces from now. On. We could blur your feet. I don't think it does feet tracking though. That's that's pre-show. That that's, is pre. That is pre-show. Um, if if you'd like to get on pre-show, uh, things. You can tune in live uh, over at goodstuff.fm slash live, 7 a.m. Uh, on days we do stream, typically Tuesdays. Today is is Wednesday, so if you were yeah, available and- today, you could do that. Uh, however, you could also uh, be a Patreon subscriber to any of the shows at goodstuff.fm. Um, we don't have one for ours, but you can join oh. our chat room oh. and get the unedited audio feed for this program. And that would be another way to uh to to hear about feet talk. No, we don't want to but we don't want to talk about feet talk. We want to talk about Chicago. Okay, let's talk. We want to hear we want to hear Kyle's tales from Chicago. So I took the Tell train. us about all the deep dish, all the uh, Chicago mm, dogs, all mm-hmm. the all the stuff that you ate. I'm not going to go too far into depth because okay, I I don't want I don't want to know. Here's okay, before you say anything. Uh, I want to know. You went to see, or you went to see. You went to eat Shake Shack. Is that correct? I did go to eat Shake Shack. That was on okay. our list of the French fries, the best That's French correct. fries in America. Um, yeah, they had the crinkle cut. They do have the crinkle cut. And I want to know how was that? Wow! It was <clears throat> so. It was pretty good. Um, the the surprising part was how much I did not enjoy their burgers. I'm sure I won't make friends that way. Whoa. We're, we're going to lose some viewers whoa, here whoa. on Twitch. But I did not. 
I did not like the burger. Um, like the burger for a multitude of reasons. We can talk about that some other time. But the fries, the fries are crispy on the outside and mashed potatoes on the inside. They're they are just big enough um, to get get that good good ketchup kind of. In so they between. deserve being ranked pretty high. I would say so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's they, good. That's good to know. It's kind of like though you took a bag of frozen French fries from from your local Albertsons and threw them into a deep fryer if you had one or just into a bunch of fat. One, you know, a fat. Yeah, like a like a pan, a cast iron pan full of chicken fat. Uh-huh. Okay. Which which last time was my favorite smell. Thank you Chris for putting together <laughs> <laughs> that amazing, that amazing video, um, which we have retweeted from Morning Show AM on Twitter and uh, was also posted into the previously referenced Slack channel. Now, uh, Kyle. Yes. My second favorite smell is when it's summertime and, and the living you use is the easy. lawnmower. Oh. You use the lawnmower mm-hmm. and then there's there's fresh cut grass inside of a lawnmower bag so here's here here's what i'm finding with your hashtag my favorite smell uh smells is you're just naming yankee candle scents yankee candle scents yeah have you seen all of the yankee candle scents no how long do you spend is, is there a yankee candle scent for fresh cut grass inside of a lawnmower bag yes no way yes there is it doesn't get as spe- that specific but i have smelled fresh cut grass i have smelled two by four uh yankee. i think it, it's just search search for yankee candle man uh because yankee candle man they like to yes the the superhero they like to market them towards a very the testosterone laden uh, male centric uh, people. All right, here we go. Yes, I got I got man candles here or mandals. Why wouldn't you call them mandals? Because that that some I do have a mandal. At, it's pizza scented. How about a mandolin? I play my I play my mandolin while while cutting potatoes on my mandolin. Oh. Smelling my mandel. So I want to. Mendel, who is helping me breed my potatoes. So so you are exactly right. With One of these scents, Kyle. Hmm? Stop it. Okay. One of these scents is called riding mower. That's what. It's hot sun, cool breeze, and the intensely summery scent of freshly cut grass. What does a hot sun <laughs> smell like? <laughs> what does a cold sun smell like? That's. Oh, that is a much. That is a much <laughs> better question. Because if you're, if what you're discerning the between hot death, sun... Yeah, what does the heat death of the universe <laughs> smell like? Well, it's, it's, um, it's just like this. There's four more here. It's like cucumbers. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's mm, bacon, the undeniably mouth-watering aroma of sizzly hickory smoked bacon. Just make some bacon, yo. Stop making a candle. Maybe, maybe... It's, it's cheaper to buy and make bacon... Than it is to buy a candle. Is it actually made with bacon fat, though? It should be. That would be smart. It, it would. Um, it would be. But maybe you're vegan and you just you want your house to smell like bacon. You want your house to be the ultimate temptation for all your vegan a, friends. 
I've got three more here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, camouflage. This is a natural woodsy blend of fresh air, golden leaves, and oak tree bark. Okay, so uh, woods. What? Yeah, woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, on tap, the cool golden aroma of freshly no, poured draft no, beer. No, it, it's called untapped. Just ah, what is untapped? I just <laughs> no. Actually, the question was, what is beer? Oh, what is beer? That's a stupid question. <laughs> it is. It's, it is a stupid question. I was. I was Jeopardy, hoping, you're dumb. I was hoping for uh, Mr. Trebek to to have some sort of retort that that was sort of like, well, how, I, I how, wish you would do that with every single one. Where like the answer, snarky. the answer that Alex Trebek reveals is like, did you call him um, Al Trebek? What did I say? Al, Alex Trebek. You called him Al. Hold on. No, you. I called- think I, I think I said Alex Trebek really quickly. Alex Trebek. I like Al though. I f- does because all you're weird. All Alex you're Trebek. Doing, all you're doing is cutting off two letters, and it's it just sounds really purposeful that you're shortening his name because you want anyway. him to know that that you are the one shortening his name. Yeah, we we are buzzed. This, this is not, this Al is not, and I. This is not comfortable. No, the hat. Okay, uh, I'm gonna get back to this last scent on, on, of the man candles. Man town. Escape to the man cave with this masculine blend of spices, woods, and musk. Holy cow! That's the least. That is. That has to be the least selling candle of all no, time. I don't want any of that. Exactly. Who wants a man town candle? Uh, you want a man town candle? <laughs> man town. Man town. Come here, Kenny. I don't want any of that. No. No, I don't want any of that. No, I don't man want any of that. Town, you can smell like man town. You know, Chicago didn't smell that bad. Um, what did smell bad did was you, did you hear the sirens? The 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 crazy in the fog sirens that you made the song for? No, no, I did not. I did not. There that was, was no that was one question I had if you if you were to hear any of those sirens. Um, no, scary sirens. There was a lot of honking. There was a lot. Of, uh, uh, you're from LA. You don't. You don't get to say there's a lot of honking. There was a lot uh-huh. of honking. Um, not just like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, it, <laughs> is, that, is that honking to you? Yeah. Not, no. That's that was more. Uh, in line with what many of the drivers in Chicago would do. And I don't know if it's a, a cultural thing, like they just, you learn to drive that way there, and that's just what you do. But uh, real real impatient, real impatient on people who, who are turning left or turning right and waiting for people to cross the road. Um, All so, right, so, so we know, we know what... Doesn't we, make me feel real safe. We know a little bit about what you ate. We okay. know a little bit how it smelled. We know okay. a little bit how it sounded. Yep. We want to hear... How was the nearly two-day-long train ride? <laughs> um, train ride. And actually, wasn't. I had a bet. I don't know. Maybe not a bet, but I said maybe you brought your train whistle along with you I didn't. on the train ride. I didn't. No, no. <laughs> uh, and I said Kyle would be that a really annoying kid who blows the train whistle on the train, ironically, like every single minute. Every single minute? Not really. No. Almost on the show, you did that. True. That there is. Was, there was a there was a point in this show's lifetime that you were blowing a train whistle at least thirty times a show. That's true. 
That is true. true. Um, yeah, you, can't, you cannot deny. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to. I. I will say, however, that um, myself and uh, my wife, Carolyn, my wife, we. That's not okay. I will say that's not okay. Stop you right my there. My wife. We. We were the youngest couple on the entire what? the entire sleeper car train. Now I realize uh, it's probably a lot of money to to be in that sleeper car, right? And you're going to get people who are wanting to, to sleep in the car that has sleeping space, uh, but it costs a lot of money. Okay. We decided to just plop that down and do it. Just first time, going to try it, see see mm-hmm. what happens. The space is very, very very small imagine it's a train it is a train i did not think it would be so small i did not what did you expect like Big a queen train. size bed queen size train that's what oh. i wanted or something you get a single mattress for the two of you and it's above someone else's mattress i'm Pr- sure pretty much that's that pretty much sums it up yes um the the hardest part about sleeping in that space was not that it was like crawling into a closet. It was that the train would not stop moving so you could get a good night's sleep. It keeps going at like 90 miles an hour. Yeah. I didn't expect it to stop so everyone could fall asleep. <laughs> but hey, everybody. I, hold on. We're, we're going to stop the train. Get into bed. Tuck yourselves in. We will. We will read it. Read it. Read a bedtime story. We'll be drink passing. Glass of milk. We'll be passing out the warm milk and the punch very soon, and the then punch. and then everyone will go to sleep. Oh, I see. Um, so that's that's sort of what happened. Just difficulty sleeping first couple so nights. You had a bad time on the train. No, nah, it was great. I, I, uh, Kenny, I loved it. Did you did you get stir crazy? <laughs> So the trigger, it's both a really exciting sound and a really scary sound, which I feel like encapsulates exactly how that, that whole trip made me feel. Because uh, right. I didn't know I didn't know what was going to be next um, in terms of just being super uncomfortable or uh, the sheer amount of boredom that I would have uh, with nothing to do. and But you were honestly, with your wife. Yeah, but no signal. Oh. I know. I know. Uh. They, they had... Let's take the tech angle on this. They had Wi-Fi on the train. I got four kilobits down for the, for the whole for the whole trip. That's worth... That's worse than... I was going to say worth because... It's I not was, worth anything. I'll say... No. I'll say... <laughs> I'll say right now, it's not worth anything. That's worse than playing Doom with your keyboard. How else would I play it? Well, anyway. Each car had a little uh, Verizon MiFi spot on it. And, uh-huh. and we were spo- everyone's device was supposed to connect to that. Good. I'm willing to bet there was like two dozen, good no, four dozen people on the, on the train. Yes. You, Our car. You plus your your my wife fi and come on that's that's a pretty good one that's no that's pretty good and no, I'm, I'm giving you nothing and my laptop and a tablet just everything right everything 
So you were not stealing all the bandwidth. I was a bandwidth <laughs> hog. But there was none. There was none to have. No one else can get on the internet. Yeah, but, I have all the devices. <clears throat> Holy cow. No no one could get on. Period. So that that was my trip. It was a lot of fun. I'm back now. We're back. The show is back. And uh, we're going to continue on since we've spent way too long, Kenny, into some headlines. Are, are, are we good? Yeah, let's do, let's do some headlines. Okay, please. These are today's headlines. Google's greatest time-sucking invention just got a lot better. What are you going to say? YouTube. No, not YouTube, Kyle. Even better, Google Earth is one of the most beautiful gifts. It is the purest. It is is one of the best, best apps the company has given us. I don't think. I don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's fine. I remember Yesterday, spending... the globe-trotting software received a major overhaul that will delight hardcore fans and remind others that it's still a great way to throw away hours of your life. It's been two years since the search giant last gave Google Earth a major update, and it seems as if the virtual globe has become a new priority for the company. Last October, a new virtual reality version was introduced, and now several additions have made the application extra sticky. I don't know what that means. Uh, what does that mean? It makes you want to makes you want to stay in there longer. Their, That's right. Their, their mouths and their dows are real high. Ha! One of the biggest changes is that it no longer has to uh, be a separate app that you download on a desktop. I remember that when it first came out, you oh. had to download the Google Earth like database, mm-hmm. and then you had to launch it in a, in a separate program, and, mm-hmm. and then you could go anywhere in the world. But it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near your browser. No, it it wasn't, and it was it was something that when it first came out, you would you would suck a whole lot of time into. Uh, oh, totally. M- mostly because you've never had that perspective over your house, your, mm-hmm. your your friends' houses. But then watching, like you say, I want to look at my house now. I want to go to the Egypt pyramids, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right to the Egypt pyramids. Egypt pyramids. Um, how many? How many it, Egypt a- pyramids are there, Kenny? There's three pyramids of Giza. Right? Mm-hmm. Are there three of the Great Pyramids? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And the Sphinx. Right. Mm-hmm. On a desktop, you can go to the URL in Chrome. And there's a link in the uh, in the show notes that we'll, we'll give you. Yes. And start exploring. This may seem minor, but now you'll see a lot more of Google Earth because there's no need to open a separate app. And sharing is an emphasized feature. With the Android app, you can quickly share a digital postcard with your contacts. The ability to use server use the service in browser is also a big deal for Chromebook users who were previously locked out. An iOS app will be soon out as well for support and support for other browsers. Google Earth Pro is still an app and it's still outdated. So use the browser one. Okay, I will. I mean, they've, they've sort of rolled a lot of these features into Google Maps. Which allows you to do street views and 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 history views of the particular locations. Go back in time, for, right. forward in time. Even I don't know. It's it's a Google thing. So I, I figure it's a Google thing. It can bend space and time. Hey, but the, if, if the Google, main thing if Google's updating these. That's 
it's good news all around. The thing, the main difference though between Google Earth and and Google Maps, right, is the fact that it goes from that big uh, pearly blue sphere, blueberry down. Yes, that's right. Down to whatever zoom level you wanted to, right? That's the that's the main difference. Maybe it's. Hmm. I feel like there was so much rolled into Google Maps that why why even have Google Earth anymore? Just just combine them. I think I think Google Earth is more uh, about location, like distances between locations and jumping from place to place, visualizing demographic, you know, like, oh, all my friends are over here sharing and then I have friends over here and you can zoom out and you can see the world. You're like, I can picture it in my brain because I can see it with my eyeballs. I can show you Google Earth. Nice. Nice. Low, low there. Thank, uh, thank moving on, you. Kyle. Facebook's vision for the future of hanging out in VR is very sad and lonely. Yesterday, so is, yesterday was their uh, was their fate yeah, conference. This is the, okay. I've got to preface. This is according to Quartz, who says it's going to be real sad and lonely, and they spend like two paragraphs uh, immersing you in this world of you haven't showered in a while. And you, you haven't left your apartment and you've, you've sold all of your goods so that you can buy your Oculus Rift computer. Stuff like that. Yeah. They take and, a real, and, real pessimistic view on what possibly, what, what, what good use these VR goggles would be to normies like us. Normies. And they think, they think that it is completely useless. Supposedly. It's, it's a, it's, this is like getting on, on the VR train really early and you sleep in the sleeper car with a VR headset. Go ahead, Kyle, blow the train whistle. And, uh, Facebook is trying to be the pioneer. They are trying to say we're first. There's a, uh, the, the book, uh, ready player one face. Oh. No. Ready Player One is kind of about what the future would look like if this sort of thing took hold. Like if this Got it. if this works, then we're headed for a future where no one leaves their house, everyone is constantly in a VR world, and and that's what that's what the world turns into. It's where we live. Facebook now. becomes yeah, Facebook becomes this giant conglomerate that controls the internet, it controls the content, the it controls everything. They control the cyber park. That's what they, they do. <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, but the reason it looks so grim to to Quartz and to a, a few other media outlets um, is because right now the technology doesn't really make it feasible. And so you're trying to shoehorn in this, like, it's awesome. You can always live in a VR world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it looks like garbage. It's not that I don't want to be there. Yeah, it, it is not a, a full extension of your uh, corporeal self. It is. They try to, and, and according to this article, they're trying to take your Facebook avatar and recreate you in the digital space mm -hmm. automatically, and then you could go hang out with your friends. Now, I, I will say, um, Facebook mostly, for me still, 
is the place where all my high school friends are. <laughs> Pretty much. That's yeah. it, like 80%. Not uh-huh. gonna, I'm, I'll hang out with two and maybe you. But that I wasn't, I didn't go to your high school. You're, so. You didn't see? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we had Doom and you had swimming pools. It's Counter Strike. I did not have uh, swimming pools. You do now. I do now. They were built the year after I graduated. Do you still feel ownership over what your high school has? No. Okay. Because the high school has totally changed. Mm-hmm. When I so my high school, this is here you go. Bleep, 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 backwards. Uh ten years. My high school did not have a functioning football field, did not have a functioning any swimming pools. The the gym stuff was really kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> We, <laughs> you're, we you're very much into sports, I guess, huh? Oh, uh, when we graduated, well, the the point is that when we graduated, if I say it three more times, yeah, we had to go to your high school across town mm-hmm. to play games because that was the only, yeah. well, to play games, but also to graduate because we had a <laughs> class size of like 650 people, yeah, who needed a a football field to graduate on, and. We didn't have one at our school, and so we went to the other high school to graduate. Yeah. Now here's here's the best part. You the got a diploma from my high school. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I did go to your high school. Um, I, I graduated I from your high school. That, see, there that's we go. What, that, that's what I'm saying. No, but the, the the point is the literally the summer after we graduated, they began building a football field. At our high school. So they were waiting for you to leave. That's what exactly. That's why inside you feel like personally targeted, totally per- personally down. attacked. Yeah. In fact, I've, I've been getting emails from, from classmates. This is my 10 year high school reunion. Oh, this year. Does that make you feel old? Let me, hold on. Let me, that's not the one I want. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, uh, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Sure, that's that's a that's an accurate response. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. And I'm, I'm getting I'm getting emails from these people that uh, I hope I really hope they don't listen to this, but I don't like you. <laughs> wow, um, you you know the people in high school. It's it's the it's like the the leadership people, the the people who are totally into like making stuff happen for the class. Gasp, not into it. Yeah, okay. Let's let's uh, meet at a bar and, <laughs> and drink. Da-na-na. Let's please. So where were anyway, we? Um we <laughs> Fate. <laughs> yeah, hey Facebook. Fate book. <clears throat> well, I they would have to come up with a new name. Like this this I mean they they call it Facebook Spaces. You call it MySpace basically. Right? I'm in my space, yeah. Don't come into my yeah. space. Don't come into yeah, my so house. I think, unrelated to unrelated to the product, that it's it, you know the Facebook event is called Fate F eight. Mm-hmm. Just just have a showing of Fate, Fate of the Furious. Ah, That's all you got to do. You're missing a cross branding promotional uh, bit totally. here. Yeah, it, have it, Vin Diesel come out there with a VR headset on. All right, guys. I can't do. That's can't not do a Vin Diesel. Diesel voice. No, that's. I am Groot. The, yeah, that's all you got. Okay, that's good. That's close pitch enough. Pitch Black. Mm. Does he say that? Yeah, he's the monster in Pitch Black. Chronicles that's, of Riddick. That's, yes, yes. 
I wear glasses. What other movies was he? Um, he w- Fast, <clears throat> Fast and the Furious. So, speaking of of F eight, um, I guess it would be a, a headline from the weekend. They broke the selling record. Is that what you would call it for tickets they broke sold the for the worldwide world record world record of the world for movies ticket sales from? Oh, okay. I, thought, so, I was so they, thinking. They I was broke thinking the, number the ticket sales of, record num- of opening weekend numbers, worldwide. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it was set by Star Wars Seven: mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, and I think they broke it by about three million. I think I think Force Awakens was, I think five twenty nine million, and this was five thirty two million, something like that. I don't have the exact numbers. So what, go look it up. So what you're saying? Right. Fate of the Furious is the new winner. What you're saying is it's now the best movie made. It is not the best movie made. I'm sorry if you guys haven't seen it yet. I saw it. It is not the be- <laughs> far from it. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. I also I also haven't seen five, six, and seven. I kind of skipped those and went directly to eight. Why? Well, you're missing all the backstory. There's no backstory. There, it's it's cars uh-huh. and it's action. Hold on, it's cars. And it's the Rock oh. with cheesy dialogue. Sounds like a great movie. It sounds like a great movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> sounds really good. Well, um, I I think that would be great. Combine the worlds of the Fast and the Furious and and racing cars with Facebook. Driving, you're driving cars with people from your high school really fast. In virtual reality, that's the future I want. Because that's what high school was. That's high. That is. Oh, <laughs> don't say it. Bleep bleep bleep. Freaky. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Kyle. Apple yesterday just made iMovie, the entire iWork suite, and GarageBand free for everyone hmm. on Mac and iOS. Okay. Those applications had already been free for folks who purchased a new iOS or Mac OS device in the past several years. That means that you may already have a free version installed or available to you through the App Store. But if you hadn't purchased new hardware, chances are you were looking at paying like 10 bucks for each of those programs um, or up to 20 bucks for, for uh, like pages and Keynote. Uh, iWork consists of a suite of applications meant to compete with Microsoft Office or Google Docs, as you well know. It includes it includes it includes. I was I wanted to say pages before I said includes. <laughs> That's it includes. Yeah, just pages. Roll with it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, totally. Uh, which is like Microsoft Word, Numbers, which is like Excel, and Keynote, which is like PowerPoint. Again, you probably already know this. Uh, these apps stay in sync across devices which is awesome it actually does work and uh all the documents can be easily accessed through the iCloud yes i know i'm putting you to sleep but they are free now now they yeah. were free they were free back in the day and then when i think it was iOS 6 i think when like the iPhone 4 came out that was around the time that they said you know we should really start charging for these things mm-hmm. because they were they were updating them more often Okay. They're like, oh, we need to generate some more money because we're putting more work into updating them and making them 
better. Well, they want to make them I put big air quotes. They wanted to make office. them collaborative and everything, and they stayed in beta for two plus years uh, exactly. on the web. And yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I understand. Yeah. So hey, they're uh, free. They're free. Go go get and go get that. Now, one thing I have to say is, if you haven't purchased a new Apple device in the last three years and you don't already have these for free, put it in quotes, free, mm-hmm. because you purchased a new device, um, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> you've, been, you've been working on Microsoft Word I, or, I, wow. or Google Docs for three years. That felt, that wow. I'm glad, I'm glad you finally said it. I, now I feel relieved. I feel okay. What? You said sorry. It's like you were apologizing for all the bad things that you've oh. ever done to what? me. What? To me. I feel good no. now. I feel really I'll good. I'll never apologize for that. Okay. All right. Uh, last, last note here, Kyle. Please. Latest Google Wi-Fi updating update causing issues. There's the, the progressive verb. Google is working on a fix. We know, or maybe I, maybe it's just me. I know that you have the new Google Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Have you discovered that you are having issues? All of my devices last night went offline uh, while I slept. Oh no! <laughs> and I had not been having issues with it, mostly because I I was not in the vicinity um, of of my home. I did notice that all of the devices went offline then promptly reconnected as soon as all of this uh all of this updating was done interesting and now so, it, now it seems like everything's okay i i don't right, think well, i don't think there's any any problems left some people are complaining that the latest build is causing their google wi-fi hub to turn into a solid blue state fortunately google has acknowledged this issue and will be releasing a fix in the near future so what um do they not like the color why why are people mad I, I guess it's a problem with basic connectivity. Uh, we, unfortunately, I mean, a hard reset doesn't seem to solve the problem. Is we like blue? You can you can you can right. see right here. Oh, wait, is, I gotta go this way. Blue. Yeah. Blue with so, eggs. So if you listen, Google Wi-Fi people, if you got a problem with this, come come at me. Um. So a user says on the Google product forums. Um, that his Google Wi-Fi hub would randomly turn into a solid blue state, indicating connectivity issues. The ah. thread has since gained multiple replies. Multiple. Multiple. Okay, like two. And that shows while not all, but a significant number, number of other Google Wi-Fi users has been affected by this same exact issue. And like I said, a hard reset does not seem to solve the problem. The good news, however, is that Google will be able to locate and reproduce the issue, and it is working on a fix. In the meantime, they suggest a couple workarounds, and I'm going to read just a little bit no, about them. No, In case please, you have a Google Wi-Fi no, no. and you haven't looked up this issue, um, you do some stuff, and we're just going to put the link in the show notes. Great. Thank you. Because Thank Kyle you. is complaining about it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I have it, and I don't even care. So, Kenny, <laughs> here's, some, here's some fun facts. This is way too loud. Why? Why? Why would we ever? Why would we? Hey, here's some fun facts. Uh, Point taken! <clears throat> And as I go back to the fun facts, uh, Kenny, stalling. Yeah. Today, there are about 1.5 billion cows in the world. 1.5 billion? B- with a B. With a with a C. With a C. Mm-hmm. Killian. Cillian. But you say cow. No, I say sow. 
I guess that's a pig. <laughs> yes, wrong, wrong uh, mammal, wrong mammal. I did go. What are we doing here? But see, I I did go to the um, what's it called? The Field Museum. It was in Chicago. We walked real, real the what field? It was just a big open field, uh, lots of dirt. Where you look, we have dirt and wheat and more dirt, mm-hmm. mostly, and we had to till all of it and run hoses. It was a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. That is a Roderick. That is a Roderick brother inside joke. I, no one knows. I mm, I feel like farmers would know. I feel like like <laughs> people who do farming would know. Um, so I went to the field museum. It was a regular <laughs> regular museum, not a yeah. not an open field. And they had these big marble steps, very nice. And they had the world's largest complete T Rex skeleton named Sue, Ooh. which is close to Sow. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring this up is because they had a lot of mammals, like a lot of stuffed mammals. Ta- oh, like a lot of taxidermy? Taxidermy, yeah. Like old ones, too. Over 100 years old. They smelled real, real bad. My favorite smell. Oh, sure. So that was that's what all these cows make me make me think of. Uh, I did see some live cows eventually um, on the at last the field day we museum. That was not at the field museum. They eventually came to life from behind the glass, ah! and I had to save them. Ooh. Am I the only one waiting for something, some sort of prank to happen at one of those museums where, yeah, it looks like a panda. But it also looks like a human in a panda suit. I'm waiting for that thing to move or get get like animatronic and start moving. I don't think that the I don't think museums generate enough foot traffic to pull a prank. I think that's the point, though. You don't want to tip everyone off that it's happening. Just one one single person walks up. You prank them. You, you, it's punk, right? You punk them. And then. And then they don't just tell. Been panda punked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Ashton Kutcher in a panda suit with the candlestick. <laughs> with the Mantown candlestick. Yep. <laughs> what what is Ashton Kutcher's uh, Mantown candlestick is now the the show title. Smell like. Uh, here's another fun fact. I've got a question though. I'll give you I'll give you the question and then, then I'll give you the fact. What do what do penguins drink? What do penguins drink? Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea? Salt water. Partially true. They just take a dip and they open their mouth. <sighs> so it's it's like they have a a big buffet of water always because they live always because they live in it. Oh, they live next to it. Well, when ashore, Kenny, uh, they will drink fresh water from pools and streams and can sometimes be seen drinking water preened off their backs during rain showers so they have a little cup on on their shoulder uh-huh and then it gets straw they get a penguin straw yeah penguin straw it's striped red i don't think the polar bears would share their coke <laughs> i'm sure that there probably is a coca-cola ad where the uh, the polar bears are totally sharing a Coke with penguins and the penguins are like, I don't know how to drink this. Yeah. I don't have paws. I, right. I fins. No, I think there's a commercial where, where the penguins are protesting and the, the polar bears are the ones who get the Coke. Um, so Kenny uh, at sea, 
<laughs> penguins must drink salt water uh, like you like you thought, just like you thought. And, uh, yeah. and they're able to do this because they have special glands around the eye socket that extract excess salt from the blood. They also drink the water through their eyeballs. What? No, that's that that part I added later. Oh, dang it. It is a falsehood. <laughs> you lied to me about the penguin I drinking. And I also have one more animal-related fact for you. Okay, um, great. Generally, in general, the horse has 205 bones, and they are arranged as such. 54 vertebral columns, or vertebral, or vertebra. Vertebra. 36 ribs, one sternum, 34 skull? Now, hold on. I am a horse. I have 34 <laughs> skulls. I have 34 heads, 40, <laughs> 40 front legs, and 40 hind legs. 30. They have so, 30 in their skull. Okay, so they their have, their their brain, their skull is made of 34 bones? Um, I'm willing to bet that they mean like from the neck up. So all the bones in the in the face gen, you know, they have long face. You got to have a lot of bones to make that happen. It can't be one giant like a cone head. I can't believe I can't cranium be, thing. can't believe you did that. I cannot believe you did that. It's fine. Sorry. What? <clears throat> Why the long face, Kenny? Because uh, I have uh, 34 bones in it. That's the that's the new one. That's the new joke. Make sure you tell you, your friends. What if you punched a horse in the face? Would you break any of the bones? No, just one. Someone go out there and try it. Your fist. I think you, I think people have 34 bones in their hands. I don't know how. No, just five. Can't you see them? Five. five. The palm isn't a bone? Nope. The palm is connected to the... How many bones in the human hand? I found something on the web about how many bones in the human hand. Check it out. Check, check it out! 27. <laughs> Why? Pausing. Why do you have that voice? On, so on I your, switched... On your Denmark. I switched to, I switched to the British Siri... Because um, the American Siri doesn't say my wife's name correctly, which is weird. So my wife's name is Kimmy, last name Roderick. When the American Siri says it, it goes, Kimmy Roderick. It like, doesn't know how to put those two sounds together. As a but name. The British, as a name. But the British Siri is like, whom would you like to call? Calling Kimmy Roderick. It's it's like super proper. Okay. So and, and you like, like and you like it. Okay. That's that's a good reason, I suppose. Suppose it honestly, that's the only reason I switched it because I was <laughs> tired of hearing it say, "Give me a Roderick." I like that. I like that version. I'll be honest. I, like I, I hated it. I like that version. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna get Siri just to just to have that just to have that name. <laughs> I don't I don't call your wife ever though. Uh, <clears throat> I'm ready to celebrate a national day, though. Ooh, a, a national, a national day. food day. We have 10 minutes left. Oh, no. So let's celebrate this right now. Kenny, today's national day is National Rice Ball Day. Rice ball. Rice balls, also known as onigiri. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? Why, what are you laughing? Rice balls. Rice balls. 
That was my nickname in no. high school. That was absolutely my nickname. <sighs> so onigiri. It's that little emoji that you probably have, have never used. It is a triangular shaped rice ball. I don't know if you can tell that they're rice grains now. You can. You can? Well, when it's real big? I, when you I make recognize it. them. Okay. And then there is seaweed on the outside. It, it looks like right. a big black square. Um, but in fact, it is seaweed. So that's that's what they're talking about. The traditional Japanese food. Uh, oh. It's like a, a tasty snack. You can put some pickled ume in there. Ume, umeboshi. You can put some salmon, some uh, tuna with your favorite. You're making me hungry. Mayonnaise. Oh, nope, nope. You just killed my hunger. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise smelling candle. Oh, my gosh. Like burning mayonnaise. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Burning mayonnaise. That's what we need. We need the mayonnaise mayonnaise, scented candle. Um, That's awful. So go ahead. That is awful. You can typically find uh, these types of places, these specialty shops that do onigiri for takeout. Um, I've got one close to me. Highly recommended. Uh, to go near you? Yes, near near me. Have you? You've never been there, have you? You've never taken me there. I need to. Uh, it's called balls it, with a question mark. <laughs> And an exclamation point. And Terabang. Yeah. Yes. Balls and Terabang. And that's so I, I recommend that, <laughs> that we go. So here are some five fun rice facts. Are you ready? Ooh, fun rice facts for the end of the show. That's right. Uh, rice is the Excitement. S- second highest worldwide production after corn. And since uh, corn is mostly grown for purposes other than human consumption, uh, like all the all the cows, rice is the most important grain for human consumption because we're not feeding rice balls to cows. That's Number two, true. there are more than forty thousand varieties of rice that grow on every continent except what? for Antarctica. Dang it. So penguins, get those penguins, penguins, get those penguins start growing rice. I know they do. They have enough water. Just grow the rice now. Uh, <clears throat> rice is a symbol of life and fertility, which is why rice is traditionally thrown at weddings. So don't throw rice balls. Well, throw, now, throw you, and I, you and I got married last in the last two years. <laughs> oh, I had to make sure Careful. I covered that. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of us had people throw rice at our weddings. Just cooked rice, unfortunately. It's stuck. It's <laughs> big, big hunks of rice balls, like, like a snowball. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> That's dangerous. That's real dangerous. I don't like that at all. But I would be the guy to do that, though. I would be the guy who's like, I'm going to bring some rice. Yeah. And I'm going to cook it. And I'm going to bring it to the wedding. And I'm going to chuck it on the wedding, like on the groom. I'm going to toss this salmon mayonnaise rice ball right at his jacket. Oh, that's not nice. Just splat. Yeah. Well, you, I, you know, you never wash those clothes. During the ceremony. Yeah. Oh, during the ceremony. Does anyone <laughs> Does anyone not want these people? What did they say? No. Does anyone have a if rice anyone ball? anyone objects. Yes. Okay. Stand now or forever hold your peace. Or rice ball. Or hold your rice ball. Yeah. 
and that, launch out of like a t-shirt cannon. It's a really bad idea. <laughs> it's a really bad idea. Uh, Kenny, did you know that if you leave rice in your bowl, it is considered rude in, in some if cultures? Leave, oh, oh, like like if I have leftovers yeah. after eating. Mm-hmm. You need to finish. Any, so any rice. Yep. Any grain. A single grain. Ooh. Get Get that tongue in there and lap it up. Make sure because it's rude otherwise. Okay. Good. I have so many jokes to make. There is enough rice <laughs> that grows in Arkansas, California, Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, and Missouri to rank the U.S. as the 20th largest rice producer in the world. That's and, a stupid fact. <clears throat> and the second so, largest. So the, the rice <laughs> in <laughs> six states is like, that's number 20. Yes. If it was all 50 states, it would be like 17. Maybe, yeah. This it, We're choosing just very particular states That's here. so there's, dumb. There's a lot of rice grown in California, though. I do know that. That's, um, yeah, I, I bet. Kyle, there's, there's so much fruit and vegetables and rice and corn even and nuts. And everything is grown in California. Enough to sustain California that we can secede from the union. I don't think we should do that at all. Uh, and uh, about half of all the rice grown in the U.S. is is exported. Exported. It's it's exported uh, mostly as uh, AIFF, and then and then read and then converted to MP. Yeah, rice. then recon yeah converted. <laughs> um, last last little bit here. Uh, oh, okay, last little bit. Flaming hot Cheetos elote. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it rolling on the uh, grain train. Ooh, oh, the, the grain train. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, here with a dish that is also local-ish to me, uh, the flaming hot Cheetos elote. So elote is sort of like a uh, Mexican corn thing, and what you see here in this image is we don't see it. You should click on the link. It's in the show notes. Mm. Good stuff. FM. Slash morning show slash three forty five. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so you where am I looking? You click it. There it is, and you see these corn corn on the cobs. Uh, copying the image address, I'm going to put this into our live chat room right here, real quick. Uh, pasting. Good. We want them to see it. Good. Um, and. Half of it, let's say, is dusted in flaming hot Cheetos dust, and the other half has sort of a, a mayo-y uh, elote uh, drizzle of sorts. Oh yeah, it's like toaster strudel kind of. It is, yeah, it's kind of like a toaster strudel. You know, I can't. So I can't. I, I was trying to describe how now uh, i'm about to make some enemies here how i pour ketchup on my scrambled eggs oh my gosh why and would you, why would you was, bring this up right at the end why i'm sorry i'm sorry but it, it, it's for a point and i was trying to figure out how to say you know you like zigzag it across the eggs okay but there's only one way that i know how to describe that and it's it's when you put the frosting on a toaster strudel because that's how they showed in the commercials and that's how you replicate it and that's that's that zigzaggy thing when you put it on, when you put something on food, when you put a sauce on food like that, it's that's the toaster strudel. That's what you call it. It's it's to strudel. Well, we'll make it a a verb. To strewed to strewed. 
So once you once you strewed on your it's some strewed. Okay. To toast I'm putting some strewed on my eggs. Maybe we can mix toaster and strudel. To total. So That's you, a cereal. That is a cereal. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um so what do you think about this corn on a stick with Hot Cheetos dust. Would you well, do hot it? Hot Cheeto dust. Yeah. Uh, I would eat this. It's totally. from a, it's from a place called uh, Swirl Fiesta located in Riverside, California. They're actually a frozen yogurt store, which has started to sell corn. Which, I mean, that's that's a pivot. That's one way to... Uh, I don't think they have corn-flavored ice cream. They might have Flamin' Hot Cheetos-flavored frozen <laughs> yogurt, but... There's something I've discovered on this show. Yeah. For the past three years. Go ahead. Uh, I... We have we have discovered all of these these crazy food junk food you know variations. Mm -hmm. I I have I have come to want to try to eat all of them. Slash I want to try whatever whatever we see. I am willing to try it. Well, you're willing to try anything once. Exactly. Food wise, at least. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Even if it's covered in mayonnaise. As much as it pains me to say that, yeah, wow, I you're a you are reborn. You are I am, uh, you are. I a new am man. a phoenix of mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, all right, okay. Uh, do 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 us a favor, boy. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> tell tell us what food you have have decided to reintroduce into your life that you once hated uh, by going over to goodstuff.fm slash support and uh, and going to the new the newly rebranded Apple Podcasts and leaving us a review that makes me want to throw up just hearing myself say it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm Dog Burps, Kenny's Pizza Robotics. Uh, give us a subscribe on YouTube. That's where we're also cross-posting this episode right now. Um, that's about it. We will be back again next week. Have a great week and have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. High five. Push up.